0: Welcome to Be The Light Podcast with C.B. Bartlow, lead pastor of Denver Beacon. I am your host, Pastor Ty Morris. Our desire is to lead the lost, the broken, and the hopelessness of our communities to be light bearers in our city set on a hill. Now tune in for our sermon series. Uh, if you could turn your Bibles to, uh, to the book of Daniel, To the book of Daniel, the uh, the third chapter, Um, the third chapter. I'm I'm going to read verses 13 through 27, and then we're going to we're going to get into this thing. If you have it, if you have your paper Bibles, say amen. Amen. If you got your phone Bible, I'm I'm a phone Bible guy also. Say that's what's up. So CB C- always gives me a hard time about that. But listen, man, uh, let, let, let's, let's, let's get into it. Daniel chapter 3. Uh, 13 through 27 and it reads as follows. I'm reading from the uh, English Standard version then Nebuchadnezzar in furious rage commanded that Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego be brought so they brought these men before the king Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them is it true O Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I've set up now if you are ready when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music to fall down and worship the image that I've made well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be, immediately be cast into the burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out? of my hands. Shakrach, Meshach, and the Bethnego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he'll deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, filled with fury, And the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it usually heated. And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound, their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, their other garments, and they were thrown into the burning firing furnace because the king ordered urgent and the furnace overheated. The flame of the fire killed those men who took Shek, Rech, Meshach and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselor, Did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt in the appearance of the of the fourth is like the sun, is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace. He declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire, and the satraps, the perfects, the governors, the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over their bodies of those men. The hair of their heads wouldn't even singe, their cloaks not harm, and no smell of fire was even upon them. God, we thank you. God, I magnify you. You are so amazing. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart that it be acceptable unto you for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. (sighs) I love... I love this passage of scripture because there are similarities. There are similarities of of, of what has taken place in Daniel 3 to actually to what's taken place in our world, and our times, and in our society and culture of today. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you not to think that this is just a Sunday school or just an old school Bible story. Why? Because there are times, if I may, if I may just kind of start the conversation off by saying that there will be times in our lives where we will be faced with fires. Or perhaps we're currently faced with fires of the culture and we are faced with decisions of having to make decisions to follow what everyone else is doing or to make a choice to stand up not cave in or bend and bow under pressure now with these times it seems it seems to be insurmountable for some of us. The the obstacles and and the changes seem to be insurmountable. And we may we may even say we may even say to ourselves, we may even say, Man, if I could just if I just get if I just get to my promise, if I could just get to my deliverance, if I could just get to my breakthrough, if I can just get to where I need to be, then everything gonna be alright anybody ever anybody ever felt that way but I want I want to tell you today that there are times that God wants you and I to take a posture and he wants us to take a posture and I believe that he's telling us that sometimes it's better to go through than to get to you see there there is a there's a process it's 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 better and i would even argue to say in order to even get to you first have to go through I, I, I know I know they don't preach this they don't preach this nowadays. I, I know I've been to a lot of churches they don't preach it nowadays they, they, you know they, they don't preach this type of gospel because we, we have been privy in this society of, of having instant gratification. Where we want things right now, I want my money and I want it right now. We have a GW Wentworth attitude where we want instant gratification even in the things of faith and in culture. But I submit to you today as long as we have God on our side then you and I can truly get through anything. Any trial, any obstacle, any challenge, and yes, 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 Mama Rosa, even any fire. I, I want, if, if, I, if I may, I want, to just put, I want to just put a title. I just want to put a title if I had to. I want to put a title on this, and the title is There is Someone Else, Someone Else in your fire. Today's big idea is, is super, super simple. I know that we've heard we've heard the terminology that uh, if you don't stand for something, then you'll fall for anything. But I just want to add a little twist to that. And I want to say, if you don't stand for something that's right, then you will fall for everything that's wrong. There are three, there are three points that I just want to make today. So I won't I won't be before you long, and I, and I know I always say this, so if you guys say amen, that'll uh, probably let me wrap it up a little bit quicker. Uh, but uh, there's three points that I want to make today, point number one, been promotion always come with challenges to our integrity. Point number two, if you're taking notes, is don't bend or don't bow because God is able. And point number three, there is freedom and favor in your fire. Let me just uh, let me just give you just a little bit of backdrop, just a little bit of history lesson, just real quick. Uh, uh, Daniel, Daniel, one of the uh, one of the major prophets, he wrote this book is right right around one sixty five, one sixty six uh, B.C. Give or take. The book of Daniel was written by Daniel himself, so he was he's talking about himself and he's also talking about the things that uh, has taken place with the nation of Israel, with the nation of Judah. He's given he's giving accounts of the whole nation being in bondage by the Babylonian Empire 70 years they were in bondage and in in exile 70 long years and it was it was because of their disobedience that God allowed them to go into bondage now listen, now, now listen, you know, it was also during uh, this time that it was the practice of the Babylonians that they would take. They would take the uh, young men from Judah and, and they would take them, Mark, and they would educate them. They would train them. They would convert them to the Babylonian way and they would convert them to the Babylonian culture. You know, they, they would take them, convert them, send them to school, give them degrees, put them in good jobs. And not only that, they would take them and they would take them and, and change their names from Hebrew names, which, which represented and honored the Most High God, and they would change their names to Babylonian names that honored their pagan gods. True to form, they, true to form, they took Daniel, changed his name to Belteshazzar, changed his homeboy's names. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah changed their names to Shetrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And this is what brings us up in the preceding chapter. The king at the time, King, king Nebuchadnezzar, he, he had a disturbing dream. He had a disturbing dream, the Bible says, in and, and chapter 2, and, and, and he brought all of the people, he brought all of the cats in that, uh, that was supposed to be able to interpret the dream. He brought them in, and they like, yeah, what's up, king? He was like, listen up, y'all. I had a disturbing dream. He brought all of his satraps, all of his governors, all of his congress, all of his cabinet. All, oh, that's another story. He brought every body in and told them i had a disturbing dream and i need y'all to interpret this dream for me and they said oh okay all right king i got you what was the dream about and uh king nebuchadnezzar said uh no i'm not gonna tell you that this is why i pay you you tell me what my dream is about oh Lord all heck broke loose because they knew that they were frauds. they knew that they was just there collecting the paycheck so they was like well King uh, King excuse me sir King we, we we can't we can't tell you what your dream is about unless you tell us. Now, Now, mind you, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I just told you that they were brought in. They were brought in. They were educated. They were put in great positions. No, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were lumped into this pool of wise people and wise dream interpreters. They were lumped into this pool. And, and, and they were lumped. And, and what took place was that they said, oh, my God said to themselves y'all none of these babylonians they don't know what's going on but daniel daniel says something's got to give as a result none of the babylonians were able to interpret the dream right so the king the nebuchadnezzar and all of his narcissism he he ordered that everybody be executed And guess what? Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they was part of this whole mass execution. Daniel went to the fellas to say, fellas, listen up, I don't know about y'all, but um, we got to pray. Because we see that Nebuchadnezzar ain't about to tell us what this dream is about. So what we need to do is seek the face of the almighty God. So they sought the face of the almighty God. God gave the interpretation to Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel went, Daniel went and told the king, listen up, King Neb, this is what your dream is about, yada, yada, yada. Nebuchadnezzar was like, oh my God, no, he didn't. Just tell me everything that I needed to know. So because... Of this, I'm going to promote you, Daniel. I'm going to promote you right now. He placed Daniel second in command over all over all of Babylon. And then Daniel, in return, in return for him getting together with his boys and they prayed, Daniel promoted and told the king, well, you just can't promote me, home slice. You got to promote my boys too. You got to promote my boys. So the promotion took place. But if I could just... If I could just give y'all a bonus point, I didn't give you this at the beginning, I didn't give you this at the beginning, but watch this, I want y'all to capture this. A bonus point that I want to make today is that when we pray and when we give God the glory for our prayers as a community, that God will answer us and bring promotion, yeah 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 the Bible the Bible that I read Jesus is talking over in Matthew 18 19 he said and again I say to you if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven what are you trying to say pastor Ty I'm glad that you asked me that question when we come together and when we pray God will give us what we need let me just come down your street just a little bit further when you're going through hell and high water, I dare you to grab your crew and I dare you begin to pray about it. Husbands and wives, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't promote divorce. I know she's getting on your nerves. I know he's getting on your nerves. I know what he said, but I want to encourage you when you begin to go through some things, don't just call Dr. Phil. What you need to do is call Dr. Jesus and pray about it together. For if we pray, if we seek ye first, the kingdom of heaven and all of His righteousness, the Bible says that all of these other things will be added for He is a very present help in the time of trouble. So I want to let you to know, pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, pray about it. Somebody say, pray about it that's a, good, that's a good place to, that's a good place to shout. Let me just, let, let, let me just get back to the story. Let me get back to the story. Shadrach, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach and the I'm trying to, I'm trying to hurry up because man, I'm, I'm, I'm already getting excited and, and this jacket is not real leather. Uh, so, so, so I'm getting, so I'm getting excited. Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach and the go, they were, they, they were promoted. They were promoted in, in chapter two. They were promoted in chapter two. And now, just with the turning of the page, all hell literally is breaking out. The first point I want to make is that promotion always comes to challenge our integrity. Now, just the turning of the page. We went from Nebuchadnezzar serving the most high God. Till him deciding that he's not going to serve the most high God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So, what he did, what he did, Chanel, was he built an altar, an altar, and all of his uh, foolishness on himself. Neb thought very high of himself. And it wasn't just an altar. It wasn't just a statue. But but the Bible says that that this thing was was roughly 90 feet tall and about nine feet wide. You see, you, you see, everybody could see this particular statue. Everybody could see it because of old Nebuchadnezzar insecurities. He had to build stuff to make himself feel better. He mandated, he built it, he mandated a shutdown. Ray, Christina, he said, When the band plays, I'm gonna mandate the shutdown. I want everybody to stop what you're doing, stop what you're doing. I want you to bow down to this golden image of me. And worship the image in essence what he was saying was that when the band begins to play i know that there is a symbolization of the image of me but what he said in essence when the band begin to play i want you to bow down and i want you to worship me i don't know about y'all but i know some people like that well they feel that that if things ain't going they way then it ain't the right way if, if, if things are not, if people are not saying anything about them, that they not saying nothing at all. And then on top of thing, what Nebuchadnezzar was doing, so Nebuchadnezzar wasn't a foolish man. He wasn't a foolish man. On top of thing, what Nebuchadnezzar did, he got his leadership because he knew that if he can get his leadership to bow and everyone in the nation saw that his leadership was bowing, Kate, then they will soon follow. The governors, the magicians, the, the, the astrologers, his influencers of the day, he tells the people, I know what I said back in chapter two, but what I'm saying in chapter three, I want you all to forget the most high God. And when you hear the music playing, I don't care who you are, what your lineage is, what your position is, where you are. You must stop what you're doing and bow down and worship me. I like to, with this point, always say that with this uh, uh, promotion always come with challenges to our integrity. I just want to give y'all just a bit of, it, of advice. I, w- I want to give you a bit of advice because I told you that, that Nebuchadnezzar, they brought in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I want y'all to watch this. They taught them in their ways. You know, they gave them education. They gave them a nice job. You have to be careful who you allow to invest in your life all investments they not good investments you know you thinking you know you thinking you getting something and you like oh my god you like Brandy he is so cool that is so cool they invested in my business but the problem with that is that most of the time when people are investing in you besides the return on investment they have an ulterior motive It would be those same people that would say, hey, baby, this is Babylon. Whatever happens in Babylon stays in Babylon. Brandy, they'll say stuff like you don't always have to bring up Jesus in the boardroom because this is Babylon. They will say, you don't have to go to church today. Ain't no church today. It's, it's only we about to get turned up because this is Babylon. They will say, it's okay to be married and have a side piece because everybody got a side. I heard somebody say that. Everybody cheat. I'm like, what in the world is wrong with you? Everybody don't cheat. I'll smack you for saying that. They will say foolish things with an ulterior motive right before the meeting starts they pull you aside bro listen I made this recommendation for you so I need you to get on my page Scott when I say something my question to you today you see because this thing with Shadrach, Meshach, and the Abednego, the reason why, the reason why their integrity roles was, was being compromised because they knew what God said about idolatry and worshiping other gods. They knew that God said that there'll be no other god before me. My question to you today is, what? is the golden image that's challenging your integrity ah yeah I I think I'm in the house today what what's the thing that's that, that 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 you're placing before God what is the thing that that would have you that's trying to get you caught up and trying to get you caught slipping what is that thing that would try to get you to bow Come on, Pastor Ty, you I, thought you, I thought you said that this was an encouraging message. You ain't supposed to be in my business. Well, what is that? What is that thing? Some of us, some of us is all about, it's all about that. You can't, please like me. Oh man, they didn't like me. Okay, let me try another one. You can please like me. Oh, they didn't like me. Okay, let me try another I'm going to take my clothes off. Please like me. Oh, they like me on that one. Sometimes, Lucas, it's, it's the thing that we may think will be harmless, will, but will be the thing that will set us back. It could be fame. It could be fortune. It could be a job. It, it, you know, it could be ambition. For those of you that, that, that really know who I am, you know, those of you that you guys know that I'm like an ultra, ultra competitive person. This one day I played my mother in basketball and I didn't let her win. So, my mother, she's like five. She's not even five one. She's like four eleven. And every time she shot the ball, I'm like, get that out of here. And I played her. I'm ambitious, ultra competitive. But in my ambition, I found myself in a compromising situation. And let me just rephrase that. I'm going to be honest. I found myself compromising. I'm going to be honest. I found myself compromised. I got promoted. I'm in corporate America. I got promoted to senior level management. I'm feeling real good about myself. Senior level management. Greg, I got promoted. I was like, oh, my God, this is what senior level management feels like. I got a I got a company debit card. Let me go get some lunch. (laughs) This is what it feels like as a result of that. As a result of that, I wanted more. The thing on the inside of me begins to just eat, eat, eat up at me. I'm like, okay, I got senior level. Now I got to make VP. But see, but there was a process to make it VP. Everyone knew that you had to kind of rub elbows with some of the cats that you had to make VP with. You had to, you know, you, know, you had to get in with the boys. You had, to, you had to go to, you know, the golf course. Everyone knew you had to do it. You had to go to the strip joint. Wings. You had to... So I, don't, I don't know why people say they got good wings at the strip joint. They don't. But anyway, they, you, had to, you had to do some things. But the problem with that was I found myself not just in happy hour, but I found myself in happy hours. And then happy hours turned into happy days. And I'm not talking about the show from the 70s. Hey, I'm not talking about that but I found myself compromising my integrity for something that I created that said I had to have. So again, my question to you is, what is the thing that challenges your integrity? I just want you to sit on that for a minute. Uh, you know, let me, let, let, let me just, let me just move on. Can you, can, can you just, I want to paint the picture. Can you just imagine Nebuchadnezzar at the time, CB? You know, the thing I read this, man, I was reading this thing and I'm just cracking up at it because it's like a bestseller. And, and I found myself changing, turning the remote to the TV because I'm like, this is a good movie. This is good. So I, I'm like, I've, can you just imagine, CJ? Nebuchadnezzar at the time, he sang prose. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, dude, come on. All you have to do, all you have to do, everybody watching y'all, everyone is watching y'all, looking to see if you're going to bow. All y'all have to do is bow down. I gave you a good education. I gave you a good job. I Gave y'all and placed y'all in position of prominence. The very least you could do to pay me back is to bow down. All he wanted, all he wanted them to do was to bow and come, oh my God, and compromise their integrity. What are you trying to say, Ty? The enemy always... Just want you to bow down and compromise your integrity. He's up to the same tricks that he's been up to since the beginning of time. You see, because if you bow down and compromise your integrity, he knows that he can get you to major on the minor. But what you have to do is say, I will not bow because I serve a God who is able and it brings me to my next point i come to i come to tell you that i come to tell you that don't bend don't bow because god is able i'm gonna tell you this morning you may have to learn the hard way or you can learn the easy way but i come to tell you this morning that trusting in god must supersede all consequences It's not up. It's not up for debate. It's not up for. Let me think about it. Uh, Okay, so if I'm gonna trust God, uh, that means I can't cheat on my taxes. Okay, let me think about that. Uh, Okay, I only may. No, you gotta trust God in every single thing. If it costs you everything. You have to trust God. The Bible says when, 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 when old Neb, when King Nebuchadnezzar heard that they wouldn't bow that he, that he bought them in, He bought him in and said, "I'm going to give you one more chance." I'm gonna give you another chance to get this thing right, Shadrach, Meshach, and the go And if I can just interject real quick, how many of you know that uh that the enemy will always give you chances upon chances to make bad choices and bad decisions? You know what I'm saying? You're saying, I'ma drive down this street because if I don't, if I drive down the other street, I'm gonna go to so-and-so, so-and-so house where I know I know the law. And then you're like, well, you know what? They got nice houses on that block. And the enemy, this is what he said, they got nice houses on this block. will not you go down there? But the enemy will always give you chances to make bad choices. So, 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 so bad choices. So, and and Nebuchadnezzar said, listen, if you, and if you don't bow, what God will save you. I love the way, I love the way that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stopped him in his tracks. And they said to him, listen, King, we don't care what you do to us. We don't care what you say to us. We don't care how you say it, when you say it, what you say, because the God that we serve can and will deliver us from you. And I come to let you know that you have to take an approach that no matter what's going on in your life, that you have to take I-don't-care attitude of what the enemy or what anybody's going to say about me because the God that you serve will deliver you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Let me just get, uh, get a little help. Let me get a little help real quick. Let me get a little help real quick. Let me get... Let me get Melody and Deontay real quick. But, me, but can you imagine just uh, just real quick? We have DJ Neb, DJ Nebuchadnezzar and, and his band. And he's saying, he said, I'm gonna give you Shadrach Meshach another chance. When the music starts, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you another chance to uh, I'm gonna give you another chance to get to get this thing right. You know, if I, if I could just ice a jeet just for one moment, you know, I, just for one moment, if I can just ice a Jeet just for one moment, I don't know what, the, what type of music they was playing back in the day. Apparently, I don't know, it, it may have been some Scottish people because the Bible said it was a bagpipe. Uh, so it was this, you know, they didn't discriminate. Amen for that. But it was, it was, they was like, they was like, listen, listen. I, he said, I'm gonna give you one more chance. I don't know. I don't know what was playing, but, but I can imagine I can imagine that that it goes a little bit something like this yeah make the track laugh yeah I can imagine yeah everybody just kind of stand up on your feet for me come on stand up up here yeah yeah it's okay to bounce with it yeah I can imagine it went like this yo Nebuchadnezzar Shadrach Meshach and Abednego i need y'all to bow down i need you to bow down to me and if you don't who's gonna save you who's gonna rescue you from my hand but i can imagine shatrach meshach and abednego they said oh Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, the cap you told us that we have to bow. When the flu black like trumpet sounded, everybody better be getting down. We serve a God who is able to deliver us from your furnace of fire. But if we don't, guess what? We won't bow! Hey, we won't bow! I don't care what you do, we won't bow! Let me hear you say, you won't bow? We won't bow! Hey, say, We won't bow. We told you. Yeah. They said. They said. Hey, that's kind of a jab. We won't bow. I I was like, man, I might might record that one. I wrote that one one last night. They said, "What, what are you trying to say with this song? What I'm saying is you have to have a resolute mind and be resolved within yourself that even if it costs you everything that you won't bow, if it costs you your job, you won't bow. If it costs you, mark those friends, you won't bow. As a matter of fact, I even challenge you today just to pull up Tinder and say, I won't bow. I dare you to pull up Instagram and delete and say, I won't bow. I dare you to pull up Facebook and say, especially for you, I won't bow. I dare you to do that because I don't care who the influencer who influencer are the intimidators intimidators or the haters you can not bow why because if you don't bow God will deliver you there are times in our lives regardless of the circumstances or the consequences that we must say for God I'll live, and for God I'll die. I gotta, I got I gotta move now. Now, as a, as a, I gotta move now. I must tell you, I must tell you that the goodness, the goodness of God, is not just predicated on the good things that you experience. What do you mean? You know, we, we sing songs like I'm the goodness of God all my life." Yeah, we sing songs. But oftentimes we sing them from a place that everything is going great or or we will only give God the glory for the good that he's doing in that moment. But I come to let you know that the goodness of God is not predicated. Why? Because God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. You see, heated conditions leads to divine liberation my final point my final point here is there is favor and there's freedom in your fire i told you earlier that in order to get to then there are times where you're gonna have to go through what if i also told you that the very thing that you hated Was going to be the thing that was going to set you free. As the as the story concludes, we see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fire one way, but they came out another way. So he goes on to say that Nebuchadnezzar got heated, turned, he turned his face, he frowned at him, disdained, looked at him, ordered. That the flames be turned up seven times uh, seven times hotter than what they were. Not only that, he tied them up hand, hand and feet tied them together. Not only that, he got his strongest men, not just any men, but he got, you know, he got cats like me, you know, to, uh, yeah, yeah. He got his strongest men to, to, to throw them into the fire. But, you know, if Nebuchadnezzar, you know, was wise. He should have known that there was something up. Why? Because uh, it was demonstrated. You see, because their their faith were signs of them being fire resistant and not fire retardant. In other words, they had what I like to call a fireproof faith. Uh, 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 what do you say? I'm glad you asked. The, te- the text alluded to the fact that Nebuchadnezzar, not only did he not want to uh, destroy them or kill them, but he also wanted to totally, Mark, humiliate them in front of everyone and show the whole world that I don't care what God you call on. They that God can't save you. He increased the fire seven times hotter was at that very uh, very moment because he knew that if they put him in the fire and let me just just explain a little bit because some of us may think you know in my studies I was looking at how this whole thing was constructed you see this fiery furnace was a shoot it was like a shoot so so uh in other words you know they they were being thrown they weren't just being thrown in like this bowl of fire they were shot down into a fire and it had all this residue that increased the fire even the more so what nebuchadnezzar did he was like listen i want this thing to be turned up even the hottest that it could be they throw him throw him down the chute. the strongest men grab them tossed them and threw them but the hebrew boys didn't burn but the cats that threw them in they burned up My prayer for us today is for us to be fire resistant and not fire returning. Retardant, meaning that our faith in the midst of our faith being tested, in the midst of our faith being tested, we know that we will not be consumed by a fire, but we will be surrounded by the fire. There's a difference between fire retardant and fire resistant. Fire retardant means that you'll burn. Oh, yeah, you're going to burn. You're just going to burn slow. But the resistant piece means that no flame, no flame will harm you. I'm reminded when when, when, when I'm reminded with that as the flame didn't harm them, I'm reminded that a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it would not come near to you because you will see with your own eyes how people try to take you out. You will see with your own eyes the recompense of the wicked. I believe that God is speaking to us today and telling us, you may be bound, you may be tossed in your fire, but guess what? When they toss you in your fire, the ones that's tossing you in your fire, they're gonna be the ones that will be destroyed. <laughs> Why? Because there's freedom and favor in your fire. Story goes on to say, I'm, I'm done. band you can come up. band you can come up, Nebuchadnezzar. He began, worship team, Nebuchadnezzar began to count a one a two, a three. And he asked his people, didn't we throw three people into the fire? Didn't we throw three of them? Why? Why as I look, why as I look do I see four? And not only do I see four people, but they are, they are unbound, untied. Now, and they're walking around. Now, I you know, for some of us that kind of went over our head. They're walking around in the fire. That's the English translation. How many of you know that it's good for us to learn more than one language? <laughs> but that's the English translation. But in the original translation, the original translation of the Aramaic says that they're unbound, they're walking around And this walking around will symbolize that they're dancing around, that they're walking around like with joy. What are you trying to say, Ty? As you go through your fire, there is favor in your fire. Your hands will be unbound. Your feet will be unbound. And not only only that other person in the fire, but they're all walking around with joy. That someone else that's in your fire is Jesus. And, and, and I'm so glad about this part. I'm so glad about this part because, because Jesus don't let me celebrate by myself. It says that they were all walking around with joy. If my mother, if my mother was here, she would give roll call about Jesus. She would say he's a way maker. He's a promise keeper. He's a light in darkness. It was Jesus that never leaves me. He's a doctor in a sick room, a lawyer in a courtroom. It was Jesus. So I want to encourage you to go through your fire because there's always someone in your fire and that someone is Jesus and he is our champion. Let's just stand to your feet. God, thank you so much for this word. You're awesome. You're magnificent. I thank you, God, that you don't let us walk all alone. That you have allowed us not to be fire retardant, but to be fire resistant because of you. Thank you that you will stay off the enemy on our behalf. And I thank you for being our champion. And it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining Be the Light podcast with lead pastor CB Barthlow. Visit our website at denverbeacon.org to download our Beacon app. Text BEACON to 97000. Once again, text BEACON to 97000. Whatever you do, please remember to be the light. Let's go.